It's time for the Daily Stand-Up Podcast presented by Agile Dad with your host, Lee Henson. Without any further ado, let's get started. In the past couple of training sessions, I heard people who are having a conversation about how do I convince management to use Scrum? How do I convince leadership that they need to do something? And one of the students looked up an article and sent it over to me. It's an article by a guy named Phil Ting, and it talks about how do I convince my manager to use Scrum? And uh, here's what he had to say. He says, when I first started my career, I had no idea what Scrum was. On my first day on the job, my manager told me there was a kind of doing agile. They were kind of doing agile. There was a Scrum master whose formal job title was project manager. And he had a certificate hung over his desk that said certified Scrum master. Aside from holding daily standups, I never really understood all of what he was doing. As I progressed through my career, I've gone through some various organizations. Some of them claim to do Scrum but it was very clear it was not Scrum. Some of them admitted they had no sense of organization whatsoever. Whenever I tried to bring up the topic of implementing Scrum, I would always receive some pushback. Even after I formally labeled, even if I was formally labeled as a Scrum Master, it's been a huge challenge. I've spoken with many fellow Scrum Masters who've experienced the same exact issues. Early on, I always internalized it as a management being stubborn or lack of empathy. It was only until it was not it was not only until much later that I realized that I was the one who was looking for things, uh, looking at things from their perspective. There, these are some lessons that I've learned over the years about opening a dialogue with management. Okay, so let's talk about how to open this dialogue. So far, I think he set a good a good example for what he's trying to do and established a good baseline. So let's see where he takes us. The first thing he says is, "Do not begin your conversation talking about how the developers will benefit." Leadership doesn't care. <laughs> it sounds so harsh, but it's true. It's it's not that anything that you say is not true. It's not that the managers, he says they don't, it's not that they don't care, but I really do think it is. It's that you're communicating something between the lines that they don't want to hear. And I think what they don't want to hear is just that, you know, you're trying to find ways to creatively help them be productive, but that's exactly what they want to hear. So I think that if you're focusing on everything from a developer's benefit, beneficial point of view, you know, while I believe that could be an inherent advantage, I'm just going to throw it out there. I think that if you can come in like that, guns a blazing, and you can show how things are going to add value, that you'll be more valuable in the end. I also believe that many organizations struggle with this because it's hard to put people on the spot. And uh, yeah, there, it's just, it's hard for people to believe someone who just walked in as a scrum master who says, I'm going to change the world, right? Sometimes it doesn't work that way. So you need to make sure you understand what you're doing when you come in, especially if you're trying to talk about what you're going to change and what the benefit's going to be. All right. Do not begin by talking about working software. I'm kidding. Do begin by talking about working products and services. So we all know there's a line from the Agile Manifesto, working working products and services over comprehensive documentation. If you're building products and services, it's pretty obvious how important it is to have working products and services. Scrum was built, uh, Scrum has a built-in mechanism to let management see the progress of working software. The demos during sprint review, no amount of story points or burn down charts could ever replace what, the, what you show in a demo. It's absolutely true. And this brings us back to the whole focus on outcome and focus on impact instead of focusing on output. Uh, don't go into details about all the metrics and what you can prove from those metrics. When you start talking about metrics, people are just going to, their eyes are going to glaze over. But I think more importantly, People will just say, yeah, whatever, you know, and, and they just kind of let it go. 
When a measure becomes a target, it ceases to be a good measure. So you want to make sure you're not dedicating metrics to everything. You know, a soft target, target here and there is okay, but you just don't want to build the whole product around metrics. Metrics-driven design never works. <laughs> that should be a title of a podcast episode. All right. How about this? Do explain the benefits of being flexible. Let them know that by being flexible, that it ensures their ability to change their mind. And I think a lot of people miss out on that detail. Uh, don't talk about Scrum like it's a silver bullet perfect solution because it's not. But do open a dialogue to discover underlying problems and what Scrum can do to help address some of those concerns. I think that's important. I think that if you really want the whole picture, to be quite honest, while I appreciate, Phil, you writing this article, it's great. I think I can narrow this down and make this super duper simple. If you're trying to convince management to use Scrum, you shouldn't be trying to convince management. I think that Scrum should sell itself. I think that if organizations are trying this on a pilot and they're trying it within their organization and they're doing it on something that's visible and they're showing success, then the second you put your cards on the table, management should say, hey, what are you doing different than all these other teams? And that's your chance to say, let me tell you about it. And I think that as long as you're being transparent and as long as you're allowing for pivoting and inspect and adapt and you're following the empirical process and you're using the force, and that, that's a lot of things. And I guess what I'm trying to say is, at the end of the day, and this is so harsh, the one thing that you can tell management is how limiting work in progress limits is going to allow you to deliver faster at a lower cost with higher quality and how people are going to be happier with the impact that those products provide. If you can do that, my friends, you can convince management to use Scrum. That's going to do it for today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you have a topic you want to talk about, feel free to reach out at learnmoreanagiledad.com. I'd love to hear from you. And as always, we encourage you to stay healthy, stay well, and stay agile, my friends. Do take care.